Welcome everybody to the show, and uh, I hope all is doing well and everybody's staying safe. The New York Mets have a West Coast trip, and, and tonight they have a chance to go 500 on the trip, win a series against the Los Angeles Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's a stupid name. They're not Los Angeles. The New York Mets have been dealing with injuries, but have got very lucky. Max Scherzer is on his way back. DeGrom is on his way back. Alonzo is back. Starling Marte, I'm assuming, will be back after the road trip is over. And I also interviewed a minor league player, one of the Phillies' top prospects, thanks to the Reading Phillies. So you're also going to hear that today. So sit back, enjoy the show. But first, let's hear from this week's sponsor, Anchor. Take it away, Anchor. All right, everybody, welcome back. You just heard from Anchor. We thank them for their two-year support. If you want to do a podcast, I'd recommend going through Anchor because you can do. they deal with Apple and Spotify for you. But anyway, on to the New York Mets. They've had an interesting road trip, to say the least. I mean, granted, I don't know what people were expecting with this road trip, they they're four and five right now. They have a chance to go five and five. This ten day onslaught of teams. I mean, I don't know what you expected from this road trip. I know some Met fans expected that the Mets were gonna only lose two days, two games, and as I as I just sit back here and I'm just trying to get the words to come out where I don't sound like a a a, a bad person. The Mets are doing fine. Five and five, which I'm assuming they're going to win tonight. If they don't win tonight, then I'd be a little nervous. But again, I, and the Mets usually do well when they're on the big stage. Five and five is not a bad road trip. And if anybody that thought this division was over, I mean, I had Gabe on last week, who's a diehard Phillies fan. I'm not comfortable with this division being over. What I wanted was the Mets to play 500 baseball. Now, the Braves have won, won 10 in a row. The Phillies have won 10 in a row. But look at the teams they're playing. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, the Phillies played Milwaukee. And granted, I, I, I just thought they were underachieving. I, I, I still don't think the Phillies are a great defensive team. They lead the league in errors for a reason. They, they were built the wrong way. I mean, they have this great pitching staff. They have this great top three of Wheeler. We all know about Wheeler. He's a great pitcher, especially if you're a Met fan. We basically saw him develop. And then over the last two years of his deal with the Mets, he reached levels that we thought he could reach. He developed into a Cy Young caliber ace pitcher. Then you have Nola, for instance. Nola, he's a good three or four. Um, he's pitching to where we thought he could pitch, if I'm the, if I'm the Philadelphia Phillies fan. And then Eflin, he's pitching like we thought he could. But for anyone that thought that this division was over, it's not. They have the Atlanta Braves in this division. It's a really stacked division on paper. And the Mets had a tough stretch. I mean, think about it. The Phillies played their toughest stretch of the year. They went to L.A. They played the Giants. They played the Padres. They might have to play the Padres one more time. I know they're done with the Dodgers. I believe they are done with the Giants. So that's the, their toughest stretch is done. The Braves still have to play their toughest stretch. They still have to play the Dodgers one more time. I believe they still have to go out to San Francisco. So what I'm trying to say to Met fans is, and I know from this listening, from my listeners, they're getting nervous. They're they're tweeting me on uh, 
Twitter, follow the Twitter at MetsNews6. Follow the Instagram, underscore Mets, underscore news. The season is over. This is it. It's all over. There's no DeGrom coming inside. Scherzer got his head bit off by a dog. It's not, it's not over. It's not over. The Mets still have a five-game lead. And if the if the Braves or Phillies lose today, boom, it's back up to 10 for the Phillies. And it's back up to 6 for the Braves. It's not over. The sky is not falling. I repeat, the sky is not falling. We will be fine. I guarantee you that. Will this division go back to a four or three game lead? I cannot promise you that the Mets will go back to having a 10 game lead again. I thought the Mets got off to a great start. They were able to eat, they were able to trim off the fat of of like their schedule. I mean, they were playing easy teams, let's be honest. The Phillies weren't at their best. We haven't seen the Braves yet. We haven't seen the Marlins yet, and the Marlins have really underachieved in this division. Their pitching is really underachieved, but that's even starting to come together. So, listen, the Mets are have lost their top two players, DeGrom and Scherzer. They lost Alonzo for two games, and he came back last night and hit a home run. We need Marte. I, I, I think if we lose Marte for any stretch of time after this home, after this road trip, I don't know why I just said homestand. But forgive me, it's ten, it's eight a.m. in the morning. If we lose them for any stretch of time, and I'm I'm including Alonzo here because I still don't think he's fully healthy. We're screwed because we saw it. The Mets just don't have a their lineup becomes complete crap. I mean, they have Lindor. He's not a power hitter in my opinion. He's more of a gap to gap hitter. You have McNeil. We know what McNeil is: the classic leadoff hitter, classic two hole. We have Canna. I mean, granted, Canna's a really good player. I give him that. But he's no power hitter. He's no Alonzo. Alonzo is a straight power hitter. People forget that. Alonzo is your straight, I'm going to hit the ball out of the ballpark type of player. So what I'm trying to say is, to all the Met fans, they're getting healthy. DeGrom is coming back. He's a couple steps away from a rehab start. Scherzer's coming back earlier than scheduled. He might be back at the six-week mark, which if you would have told a Met fan that, they would be jumping for joy. They split with the Dodgers, which is something that I don't think any Met fan would have even dreamed. If you would have told a Met fan, hey, you're going to split with the Dodgers when Chris Bassett, who has not pitched to his potential, who keeps hanging that slider, and if I, if I could have an in-depth breakdown, I could show you what he's doing. He's not getting a full release on his, on his back foot. If you look at his back legs, you could see it. He's not, he's not finishing correctly, which is causing his off-speed stuff to just hang there. That hanging slider, that hanging curveball. And against good teams... Even against the mediocre teams, that ball is going to leave the ballpark. And that's what we're seeing. His home run numbers are through the roof. I think it's just mechanical stuff that him and Jeremy Hefner have to work on. It's all mechanical with him. But if you would have told me, going back to my point, you lose the game with Taiwan Walker, you, you lose the game against the Dodgers with Chris Bassett, and then you split the series, I would have signed up for that. The Padres series again, 
They come out swinging the first game. I think that was Monday night, and then they just blew it the rest of the rest of the series. There was no Alonzo. There was no Marte. And to me, that that is what makes them the most important part of the team. You lose your top two guys. You lose your one-two punch after needing Alonzo and Marte. And by the way, you're losing a great glove, even though Jeff McNeil threw threw out a guy. You're, to me, you're just you're you're done. There, there's just no way you can fully recover from losing those two guys. But we'll see. The Brewers are coming into town. You have to worry about tonight, of course. I I, I just think the Mets will be fine. They might not have. I I just don't. And you want to know who's really annoying me? Frank Fleming, who was on this podcast, he's tweeting all the time, the season's over, it's the June swoon, oh, I can, we're just a miserable fan base, oh, it's just really annoying, it is really, Mets Twitter the past few days, and by the way, we love Frank from Barstool, he can come on anytime he wants, but Mets Twitter's just getting really annoying, just, we have Buck Walter. he'll make it work, there are 50 wild card spots, we still have the best record in the National League. I mean, it's just really annoying. Just, I get it. The teams behind us have won, it feels like, a billion in a row. I know it's ten in a row. But why are we freaking out about this? I mean, it's no big deal. Next week, if the Mets keep losing, I doubt the Phillies and Braves are going to win 20 in a row. They're going to lose again. They're going to lose again, guys. They're going to play harder teams. Especially the Braves. So I just don't think there's anything to worry about. Scherzer's on his way back. DeGrom's on his way back. If you would have told me a 5-5 five and five road trip where you win two series against the Angels and the Dodgers, I would have signed up for that any day. And I think deep down inside, if you talk to any other Met fan, they would have signed up for that too. Granted, we don't know what, what Alonzo is going to be. We don't know what Marte's timetable is going to be. We still don't know. I still don't, until DeGrom throws that first pitch, because he likes to throw all velocity. And if you go back into my archives, I've said a million times that Jake DeGrom, should, if he would just throw 95 to 96, which we know he could do because he, he did it his first Cy Young year, He'd be healthy all the time, and he'd still be one of the best pitchers in baseball. But he chose to throw that 99-mile-an-hour slider, and he's always hurt. So, that's my point of view on this. A 5-5 five and five road trip, it's not the end of the world. I know, Met, I know, we're getting nervous. We're, we're, we're not, we're not, we're just like, oh, the, the sky's falling. It's not. You can't think like that, too. And if I'm the Met players, and I know that there are some players that listen to my show, believe it or not, I tell them this. Don't, 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 as, as a coach, I always tell my players, don't think the sky is falling because then you're going to play compressed baseball. And we saw that in San Diego over the past few days. When, once Alonzo and Marte went down, the Mets made errors. They couldn't hit with, in the, with runners in scoring position. The, the pitching just collapsed. But again, I think that's more on Chris Bassett. And on, from last night from Carrasco, Carrasco is what he is. He's not an ace, but he's not a terrible starter. He's a fifth starter, which is what I expected. If you go back into the Mets season previews, when I previewed most almost every 
almost every team, with my draft expert and with some other people, I said, Carlos Carrasco will be a fifth starter. And what has he turned out to be? A very reliable fifth starter, where he has his good start, and then he has his bad start. But against the good teams this year, he's actually been really good. But you can tell he was hanging his pitches last night. You, you could see sometimes he doesn't his arm angle, it, it, his arm doesn't match up with the rest of his body when he's pitching. I mean, and it is against Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, those balls are going to leave the ballpark. But that's all I got. Um, so let's get on to the interview now. I, as many of you know, or you may not know, you're about to find out. I intern at the Reading Phillies, which is, it's interesting. I love my job. I've done everything at that ballpark. I've ushered and I've worked in sales. And I love every minute of that job. But they just found out recently that I have a podcast. And me being the brash guy I am, or the overconfident guy I am, let's just say that, I went up to my boss, Mike Robinson, and I said, Mike, I have an idea. And him being the nice guy he is, he said, what's your idea? And I said, I'm going to, if you could give me a Reading Phillies player, I'll interview him and and we can get some views. And me, to my huge, to my ultimate shock, he said, all right, come to the ballpark early and I'll give you a player. And that's what he did. He gave me Jalen Ortiz, who's one of the Phillies' top prospects. I don't know where he ranks in the system. That's on me. But he is one of the top Phillies' prospects. And as I've interviewed Joe Beningo and I've interviewed Barstool Sports, and the list can go on and on, check the archives. I don't like to, as my listeners know, say it 50 times. I've had to say it a lot there recently, which... Which is great. But anyway, if you're interested in any of those interviews, go back in the archives. But I got to interview him, and we talked for about three to four minutes, and we talked about a variety of things. He's a funny guy. I can't wait for my listeners to get He's a really funny guy. Like, when I say funny, like, we were laughing, and you, you, I didn't even edit out the laughing. So he's coming on. He's having a great year, and the Redding Killies are having, they're having an okay year. But the reason why I'm doing this is I want to get the experience of interviewing guys, of course. But I also want my fans to see that being a minor league player is really hard. You, you, you play for six days straight and there's no break. Because the one day you have off, you're traveling. You're either traveling home or you're traveling to the next city. So we get into that a little bit. But I'm really looking forward to you guys hearing that. But there are a couple promotions this week because they are staying home for the next homestand. They have the Veterans Day game where they'll be handing out a t-shirt. There's the Father's Day game. There's the play ball game. There's the next Saturday ultimate fireworks show that's going to break all records at America's Classic Ballpark. So come out to Reading to and watch your favorite team play some baseball. The stadium is always packed. I think Jalen Ortiz even said... He likes to come home because the fans are always there. It's it's usually packed there, and there's a lot of fun things. There's we help out baseball town charities. There's toss a ball. There's you got a chance to win money. You get to see the best fireworks show, and Baseball America ranked it the top double A stadium in major league in minor league baseball. So 
And by the way, it's the longest affiliated team in all of pro sports history. And there's a chance that you can run into some some uh, former players. I I ran into Charlie Manuel once. He's a really nice guy. He he's at the ballpark sometimes. There are promotions where you could have autograph signings. There's meet and greets. So you get the point. Come out to America's Classic Ballpark. If you want information on the Reading Phillies next home stand where the Boston Red Sox double-A team will be in town, go to ReadingPhillies.com. Go to ReadingPhillies.com, excuse me. And that's really it, guys. I want to thank the whole Reading Phillies team for letting me interview J1 Ortiz. And I'm going to try to edit it where because there's no commercial break where it just goes right into J1 Ortiz's interview. But Hopefully that sounds all right. That transition is nice and smooth. But this has been an edition of the Mets News Podcast. Subscribe to all my platforms. Follow the Instagram and Twitter. Twitter at Mets News 6. Instagram underscore Mets underscore News. And I want to again thank the Reading Phillies. We want to see what the Mets can do to get on track. And hopefully I can have more more minor league players on in the coming days. Sit back and enjoy Jalen Ortiz's interview. Stay safe, guys. Subscribe to all the platforms. Let's go, Mets. And remember, the sky is not falling. Met fans, take a deep breath. Breathe in, breathe out. This is not last year. The sky is not falling. Now let's get on to the J1 Ortiz interview. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I'm here with J1 Ortiz, outfielder in the Philadelphia Phillies organization. He is currently in the double-A part, uh, in Reading, so uh, Jalen, how you doing? We're doing good. How you doing? Good. So, nice. how's your season going so far? It's doing good. I mean, we're working hard every day, so try to put in something better every day. So for now, we're doing good. That that's real good. So, what got you into baseball? Just trying to get to the personal side. What got you into baseball? I mean, we try sometimes, like in the baseball, like sometimes you put in like little bit of working. It's hard to do coming every day and putting pressure by yourself. So it's kind of like just staying, staying and playing every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you like to do in your free time? Because, uh, you know, I know the minor league season's a grind. You guys are, you play six days straight <laughs> and then you yeah. have an off day. Cause I, so yeah, like, we got Monday off. So sometimes we're going to play golf and sometimes watching movie, watching show on the TV, something like that. But just... Take a time to rest. That's help to next week. Keep it pro for next week. Yep. And uh, what's your opinion on the fans here? Because just coming here every day, I know from my standpoint, this stadium is packed every day. And then you go to some other places and the fans are, like, not there. How do the fans impact your play? Does it energize you more? Is it like, all right, we got to do well? Absolutely. The fans here is amazing, man. So we try to... to to preparing and getting ready for this this man every day. This fans is amazing. They do a great job to come in every day here and watching to play every team. Yeah, Bendo, one last question. What's one thing the Reading fans or baseball fans in general don't know about you? Oof. <laughs> uh, the guys call me effective. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, aw- that's awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah, and I appreciate welcome. it. Thank you so much. <laughs>